Okay, I'm Lubna. I'm Ariba. I'm Tizen. I'm Muscani. I'm Priya. Okay. Right, and the purpose that you have all been brought here today is just to um, introduce, advise, you know, share your experiences of A-levels because it's a big deal and you guys have come out on the other side and, you know, there's nothing better than to get the first-hand story of what, what might be coming just to help the, you know, the, the students that might be coming after you. All right, let's begin. Answer this question. You should only do biology or chemistry or science. You should only do science if. If you like it, in my opinion. Like, do have to explain this? <laughs> I would say if you'd like it, because if it's something you like, then you're you're going to succeed in it because you have you have that um that love for it and that passion for it. But you might not end up liking it actually at the end of it. If, yeah, okay. So, expand on that. Okay, so you might like bio... Okay, in my experience, I liked biology for, like, learning about what... Like, how everything happens, and, like, the biology content itself. But in saying that, the biology textbook is 700 pages. I do not want to, like, memorise 700 pages. I like when someone teaching it to me, or reading it to me, but for me to relay 700 pages is just not happening. So, yeah. Okay, so... Not to put words in your mouth, but it's not all uh, sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. There, there's some parts of it that you're going to be into. There's other parts of it that you're not going to be into. Go into it being aware of those things. Yeah. Anyone else? I'll just remind you of the question. You should only do science if. What would you add to that? How would you complete that sentence? If you're preparing to work for it. Yeah. I think yeah. science is a lot. So you need to have the mental capacity, like preparation, that you're going to work for it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you need to come into this very, very smart? Or? No, no, no. You just need to come in ready to work hard mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only ethic that's really important. I think mm -hmm. grade-wise you can work upwards and there's a lot of opportunities and things like that. But you just need to be ready to work and have like, the right mindset instead of be like, oh, it's an easy two years and things mm -hmm. like that. Okay. Anyone want to add anything? Mm, yeah, it doesn't matter where you start. Like, for example, some people think, oh, this is going to be way too hard for me because I did double science instead of triple science. Like, for me, I did double science and I had that mindset that everyone else is going to know way more than I do in chemistry and biology. But the thing is, like, if you put the work into it, just treat everything as new and then approach it like that and then you'll be fine if you put the work in. If you put the work in, right. Nobody so far has said do science because you want to do medicine or do science because you want to do this career. Is that not what any of you guys, um, that wasn't your position? You didn't have a career in mind? No. <laughs> but no, even I think, no, I think like, uh, you should only choose science if you want to pursue a career related to science because Otherwise, you'll just feel like, oh, what's the point of learning all of this if, you're not, if I'm not going to pursue a career related to this? So you're going to work that much less if you're going to have that mindset. Mm -hmm. But then at not. the same time, I feel like a lot of people, they don't know, or it changes within the two years. Yeah. Like, people were, like, really into medicine before, and now it would be, like, me and doctor just don't go together. So I don't think you can actually maybe know at 16, which is why, like Lubna said, if you enjoy it, you should go into it. Yeah. 
Okay, so it sounds like you can be in different places. Some people might need that a little bit of motivation. So if you're a little bit like you're looking at your 700 pages of the textbook <laughs> and, and you're thinking, oh, but I do like the subject and, you know, those things are in balance, then maybe having that target to work, work towards is the deciding factor. Whereas if, if there's too much in one, on one side, you know, you don't, you're not motivated, you don't even want to do a career in that area, then these things are helping you make that decision. Okay, anything anyone wants to add on, should I do science, kind of, you know, anyone is thinking, that, say they're just enrolled on science, and they're not quite sure, what would you say to them? If they're not? If they're just enrolled, yeah. what would you tell them? I would say do chemistry. I think chemistry is fun. <laughs> I quite like it. If they, if they like chemistry, they have an interest for it, then do chemistry. I'll probably say like, do two of them together. Um, I think it not only helps in the subjects, but because you're within the department, it's you build more connections and it's easy to speak to people. Um, your friends, like like a lot of these people, like I'm not actually in lessons with them, but because like we're always in the same corridors, we do the same things, you become friends with them. I think you need that as well. Like If you're doing science, you need someone to turn to as well. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Two sciences, I mean, on paper it makes sense, but also, yeah, the time factor, you're just in that department, so you, you, you know, get a more of a vibe for what you're supposed to do, what's happening, mm -hmm. etc. All right, good, thank you everyone. Let's move on to the next question, which is, okay, we'll come to that one later. What is life like as a science student, in brackets, at LSE? But that's secondary thing. What was your life as a science student like? Two years of your life went in this project. What would you tell people about it? The good and the bad. I would say as a science student, like my life was fun because I enjoyed it. And I liked it and I was good at chemistry for example but I didn't work at biology that's so if I worked on it maybe it would be different but yeah why didn't you work on because <laughs> I teach like you <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't teach you in the first year yeah I know yeah, but I, first year was fine. I feel like to me like I didn't break it into into like um like sections I would just see the whole 700 page textbook and that would just put me off completely because it's like how am I supposed to learn 700 pages but if I like if I worked through it, I broke down the learning grid every day. If I did a little bit of like memorizing the notes they gave me, then I feel like it would have been a different story. But obviously, that's on me. Like, that's yeah. It's a sidebar. Do you do you read regularly outside of no. college? No. Okay. If I was to put the chemistry textbook and the biology textbook next to each other, yeah. there wouldn't be a lot of significant difference between the two. But they're different though, because the chemistry textbook, like you kind of go there, like if you like you need help on a specific topic. There's no, like you don't need to memorize it. It's kind of like, you just apply. Yeah. Whereas in biology, you do feel like you need to memorize like a bunch of notes or, or a textbook. Okay. Yeah. Did any of you do physics? Oh, no. No? Biologists and chemists? And yes. Okay. Okay. Arriba, life, two years, um, gone. <laughs> what, was, what was it? For me, so, when I started chemistry, I was like, like even Moscone, I was, I was going to drop it. In the first few weeks, I was like, I'm not doing this. It's way too hard for me. And then, like, I talked to um, 
Dr. Azam and Chana, they were like, just just keep going with it. And like, I'm glad that I didn't drop it. But it's just like, if it's hard in the start, don't think it's always going to be like that. Because cause if you just keep going, like, then things things will work out. Like, you just need to, if you need help, like, ask for it. I remember in the beginning, if I didn't need help, I, I was kind of like, worried that oh people people think I don't understand this like they're gonna judge me but yeah so just just it's okay to ask questions like not everyone knows everything perfectly yeah yeah I mean that's that's a difficult one because how do you because for some people dropping the subject is the right choice and you were very close to it so yeah what, what, what was the difference between making that decision like how would you advise someone I'm thinking of dropping the subject because I didn't like the first two weeks. Um, what was the deciding factor? What convinced you to stick to it? Because I thought, like, realistically, like, what else will I want to do? Because um, I thought just... Because I enjoyed science in secondary, and I was like, I don't really enjoy anything else. So um, I was like... And I thought, okay, I might want to do something science-related in uni, and that's what I'm doing now, so it's good that I chose chemistry. I think you just need to think about if it's not this, then then what is it? Then you need to look at the other options and like ask yourself, is that something I really want to do? Yeah, that is so, yeah, that's just made me have another thought because it's like, yeah, you might not like the subject, but what's the alternative? Yeah. And if the alternative isn't more favourable, you've got to stick with it. Yeah. Okay, anything to add on that one? Okay. Life as a science student, I mean, Tizen, you, you had more to your life than simply the books and stuff. Is it sustainable? Is it doable to like be involved in sporting things um, and be a science student? Because you've picked some of the hardest subjects that you can pick at college. Is I, it possible to have a balanced life? I think it really is possible because I feel like, because being a science student is very stressful, like, Overall, it's very stressful. There's a lot of uh, memorizing and a lot of like application things like that. But like going to sports club and things like that, it would take your mind off, off like a lot of stuff, and you'll feel more refreshed after doing some exercise. I think because like all the time you're just sitting there looking at books, looking at words. You're not really out there being yourself. I think so. It'd be nice and like sometimes personality is also like really important and like you should just. Be yourself mm -hmm. and not just stick to books and be sad. And do what you like outside of lessons. Definitely yeah. do what you like. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should give up what you like just because you need to study. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. something. Then you have to try and find that balance. Yeah. Right. It'd be hard quite it'd be hard at first, but you'll get you'll find a way there, mm -hmm. I think. As long as you know yourself, then there'll be a point there. Yeah. And whatever it is for you, so for you it was badminton? Priya, were you also badminton player? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, for other people, it was watching Star Trek at home. <laughs> it's all fine. You know. for, for those of you that didn't do badminton, what was your release? Because I used to play basketball. Okay. Quite like that. Good. Used to. What about yourself? Um, I did a lot of artwork. That's cool. Were you drawing penguins? <laughs> I mean, um, to be honest, I don't know. I just don't feel like I gave up anything when I was like when I started studying like sciences. It's not like I felt like I had to. I just kept up like with my social life. It didn't like, yeah. It, it's not like I had to make sacrifices or anything like that. I felt like I didn't have to. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like lots of people, when they're not studying, they have this guilt that this hour could be spent studying, and then like that's not that's not a good mindset to have. Like I used yeah. to have that. I would just be doing nothing. I'm like, oh, like I'm wasting time. But not every hour has to be spent studying. Like you can spend you can spend two two three hours studying, and like it might not help that much if it's you're, you're just studying because oh I need to spend this time studying but you can spend an hour and actually like go into it and it would have been better than three hours yeah did anyone at the table set themselves just a short 45 minutes and then the rest of the day was yours of work I mean or what was your what was your schedule your kind of regime or was there not one I mean, I'd re- I would recommend a schedule and like when you start the day, I'd recommend like a to-do list because I feel like that just starts off the day quite well because you'd know what you want to do and what you want to like achieve in that day. And the, I don't know how to say, I think it's the Pomodoro timer. I don't know if you Yeah, that, that timer. It's the 25 minute timer. It's a 25 okay. minute timer and like it's a nice way to keep yourself awake and on pace. I think that's something that's very nice. But... It's okay to have days off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay no, that's good. I, I like the, yeah. the to-do list is something that I've not thought about myself, but that, that sounds really good. Having something you can check off at the end of the day and go, I've done this, that makes you feel good. And you don't yeah. want that fear of, I'm not doing something. Yeah, I used to make to-do lists. So if, if anyone does want to make a to-do <laughs> list, don't just write biology one hour like you need to be specific like what are you doing so then I would do I would say like all pages 45 to 47 and then what I'm going to do I'm going to make notes on it and then I'm going to do exam questions for that topic like so then I would cross off exam questions and then cross off notes and then when you're like ticking things off it's it makes you feel good and then you're like okay I'm ready to do this for the next day but then when you but when you don't have anything planned and then you, you kind of don't do anything and then you just dread the next day you're not as motivated mm-hmm. and it's easy to when you're looking at that list and you've ticked those things off and then you get that thought well maybe I should be studying I guess it's easier at that time to say no I've done my work yeah and so this is me chilling out whereas if you don't know what you've done and what you haven't done and maybe some stuff you've done and it wasn't done very well then it's easy to have that nagging thought keep nagging at you yeah Good. Any more thoughts on that one? Right. Thinking back to your experiences, this is specifically for year one, okay? So we've got students starting in year one. What would you tell them? Or if you could go back in time and give yourself a little bit of a shake, what would you tell yourself day one, year one, science? I'd say make the right decisions about like which sciences you choose. Because obviously, <laughs> I, I might, it might sound like I'm just adding biology, but <laughs> that's not that's not what it is. It's just what I've learned. Yeah. You know, look, it's an important lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for example, for me, one of my strengths is like I'm good at maths. I'm good at like the theory behind maths. I'm not as great as memorizing. So, if I were to choose physics instead of biology, I would obviously have done a lot better than I did in biology. Play to your strengths. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, especially if you know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Priya? Uh, what advice would you give to your year one self or to a year one student that came up to you for advice? Okay, so, um, like, I wish that I had kept on top of the content that we went through every week 
because like every time I would say to myself, so the first week went by and I was like, okay, I haven't finished my notes. Let me just take it to the next week. And then the next week, new content. So I was like, oh no, that's, a, that's too much. So I couldn't spend much time outside of studying and that put pressure on my mind and then it made me less motivated to study. And then this just kept dragging on and on and on until like we had like uh, the term exams and I was not prepared and uh, I just felt so guilty even though I did not, there was too, like I, did, I didn't get to like play and I didn't get to study <laughs> or finish studying. So I, I was like, oh man, I didn't even get to do any of those. So yeah, just keep on top of the content. If you can, do pre-reading for like the next two weeks. Because that's going to, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I would probably say that um, for like the first few months to really just put your head down, I think if you if you fall back in the first few months, it's really hard to catch up. But like I worked really hard in the months that we had in, in first year, so September to March. But then from March to August, I did nothing. I still came back in September and I was able to pick things back up. It's, I think, easier to pick things back up when you've like lost the last few weeks or, or something like that. But if you've never like studied or if you've never been motivated or you don't even know what it is, it's really hard to pick up the habit. And a lot of people think, oh, but it's only first year. I can do it in second year. And that's even worse because you can't pick up a habit and learn content and do all of this all in one go. So I would say if they spend like the first few weeks or first few months really perfecting like their work ethic and stuff, it would really help them in the two years. That's great advice. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Would it even make sense for, because we, we kind of spread out what we need to teach over the course of the year evenly. Do you think we should take our extra time to just go through the first few topics more slowly to give everyone a chance to no, not get I lost don't think in so. the first? Yeah. I think you should be like, um, strict with them because then you're forcing them into this routine yeah. they, they, they might not realize it but you're, you're forced to learn this you're forced to do the learning grids you're forced to do all of this and i think in the long run it helps you because you've at least done that even if you're doing nothing outside of lesson you've at least done that but do this things outside of lesson obviously but yeah yeah it doesn't help when you're being babied in the first few weeks because you think that you can like not work as hard um but I remember in my first lesson in biology, Roma gave pre-reading of um, 20 plus pages and I used to think, what is this? Like, this is our first lesson. Every other lesson has been an induction, like introduction, kind of like, what's your name? What's your favorite color? And and then Roma's lesson is that. Um, yeah, I was a bit shocked by it, but then I went and did it. And I remember like, you come, you come back and it's not like she's going to kill you if you haven't done it. I did it, but she didn't kill the people that hadn't done it. But that kind of just puts you above other things as well. And then you can start getting things done. But I feel like if you're already behind and then your teacher is like babying you, oh, it's okay, like next time do it, it doesn't help you. So, the, okay, so from our, from the teacher's perspective, the standards have to be set quite early mm-hmm. on, but the students have to go all out to try and make sure yeah. in that first week, in that first couple of weeks, try and do everything mm-hmm. and set the tone early on. From what you guys are saying, I know I don't know uh, 100% all of your results, but your results were almost made in those first couple of months, vaguely. By the way you set yourself out in the year, those were the important ones, or do you still feel like that you had a huge impact right up until exam day? Yeah, yeah. I I think it's different for me because I wasn't really like working hard, like until it came to exam season. Then I'm like, oh, I have to put my head down now. Obviously, I don't want to come out with all failures. So then, with me personally, it's like. 
had to work for it right at the end. I had to like put all of this on top of myself right at the end because otherwise I'm just not going to get the result that I'm, I need. So that's what I did. Did you feel more stressed in comparison? I know it's hard to um, judge that. Um, I'm not really a stressful person, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be stressed. Like it would have got to me and would have been like, oh no, I, like how am I supposed to do like everything? Of course, some things like I couldn't do everything, but to me it was just like I have to prioritize certain things. Otherwise, it, it's like it's either you you do some things good and some things bad, or like everything is just medium. And I I, I don't like that. To, everything to just be medium. I'd rather have some things good and some bad. So this the, I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth. By the because you did it at the end, you had to make priorities. Yeah. Whereas perhaps if it started uh, yeah. it at the been, high standard, yeah. it would have just gone throughout. Yeah. Okay. So that's maybe just a good lesson for everyone in that starting the high standards as was mentioned earlier would be the way to go but well done for that back end loading and making it through that's a tough and a quite stressful thing to do avoiding that i think would be yeah, the best option. yeah. I, should, I should have built, built the habit in year one and year two and then it would have been a lot easier but okay. a levels is not just about the grade yeah, yeah a levels yeah. is about right you know learning something about yourself so you come out with it, you know, you've learned some things and these are 100% things that are going to be better in the future. Yeah. So it's better to have come out with, with the lessons rather, rather than, than with nothing. Yeah. So it's so important because there's a lot of life ahead of everybody. Um, okay. Um, yeah, this is Charlie's question then. The difference is be between what you thought sciences were going to be and what they actually turned out to be. <laughs> so this is interesting, right? Because I'm thinking, you know, people think what science is, and I can imagine that, and then what it actually turns out to be can be quite different. Biggest difference for you? Um, when I left um, secondary school, I thought that chemistry would be so hard. and But when I went into it, it was easier than I expected. But there is a lot of maths. <laughs> there is a lot of maths in saying that there is a lot of maths in it. And then biology, I quite like biology in secondary school, and I thought it was going to be easier than I expected, but that was like, whoa, <laughs> definitely not what I expected, and it was, yeah, harder than expected. I think you just need to be prepared for the jump from GCSEs yeah. to A-levels. Like, they say it's not that difficult. They say you learn some of the stuff from GCSEs, but they're lying. Yeah. They just, it's just like... Uh, it's just like a nice walk to the park and all of a sudden a truck hits you. <laughs> it's like that stuff. So it's not great. You know, biology is very hard. Chemistry is fun though. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my head, I, I keep imagining that students are thinking that science, going to science is going to be, every lesson is going to be another experiment that we're going to do and it's going to be so fun and there's going to be colours everywhere and gases and, and all this stuff. <laughs> But in the end, I, I feel like there's no escaping that 700-page te textbook at yeah. the end of the day. So was that what it was like for you guys, or did you kind of understand that this is what it was going to be? I think we kind of knew, because like yeah. it wasn't all colours in GCSE. Why would it be all colours now? Like, yeah. I didn't think we were going to learn about plants. I was like, what's Pops doing in a biology book? And then I realised, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought it was mostly going to be based on anatomy and like the different parts of the human body. I judged wrong. 
that's in university i understand it's like much harder but yeah that's what i came into biology thinking so that, that was your misconception slightly. yeah but okay. well, well, I guess we can take away from that is it, there's no harm in just looking through specifications. They're freely available online. So you know, if if anyone's in the position of right, let me just check what this course is going to be because biology on one example is going to be different to biology on another example. Yeah, just look it up, look up the specification, and and you can save yourself some horrible surprises by finding plants <laughs> in the biology course. Was anyone shocked? At, I know you said you weren't particularly, at the, at the amount of kind of book learning that was done comparatively to experiments? Or was it just pure, you know, expected? I think, I mean, in secondary school there was a lot more practicals than book learning. We had so much fun in practicals, don't like having like that. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's a lot more book learning than secondary school though, definitely. I think the book was only like this much for secondary yeah, school. Yeah, about 200 pages, 300 yeah. pages. <laughs> I think it was less than 100 actually, but when you get secondary um, A-levels, you're like, there's a lot more book learning. But then again, practicals are very, there's only 10 I think it is, yes. but they're very essential. They're very good actually. So I don't think you should like prioritise one over the other. I think you'll be tested on both anyways. Mm. And having a specification on you is very useful. Just bring like an A5 meaning one and then just tick off stuff. And when, if you go through like points that you don't understand or you think that hasn't been taught, you can just always go up, go up to a teacher and be like, I'm confused about this point, this point, this point. Easier. That's, that's a very good jumping off point for a teacher because then they know which part of the topic you're not, especially if someone doesn't understand, if they put the specification, they go, this is a bit of stuck. That's a very good jumping off point, so it's a very good point. Yeah, I mean, I don't want this to turn into like a, a COVID discussion, but because of it, we, you know, that, that did affect how much practical work we, we could do. So, yeah. Anyway, are we done? Um, oh, no, year two, year two science. Um, just, just two topics there for really. How was year two different to year one? I think it was a bigger jump. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, Really big jump. Much harder. Yeah. Much, much like you harder. wouldn't expect it. Like you think the G the jump from GCSE to A level is hard. Like no, it's nothing compared to year one and year two. Because they prepare you for that. They're like, okay, there's going to be a jump. Nobody really tells you that that is going to be a jump from year one and year two, and it's a huge one. Yeah, it's a huge one. But I think for second year, the most important fa uh, factor is like you having your first year things all down. Because yeah. once you have your first thing, your first year stuff as a foundation, you all don't need to worry about it in second year and then you can mainly focus on what's taught in second year instead of like stressing about first year and second year and it'd be a lot on you actually. Anyone anyone else got thoughts on year two or second year? I mean it is harder. Yeah, it is harder. I one hundred percent agree with that. Would you, would you say, so in year two, you've obviously you've been a year at the college, you've made a friendship group, how much did you lean on that? Was, that? was that a big part of college or was that kind of like work was separate? I think, I think a friendship group can make or break you in college, especially mm -hmm. the people around you. Like, they have such a big influence on you, but you wouldn't like expect it. 
so like if you have a friendship group that's like they're revising most of the time and they're like they always want the best grade that's going to push you to be the best but if you have a friendship group that's like they're always going out to eat and they're or they're always like somewhere doing that like somewhere doing what they're not supposed to be doing then obviously it's going to affect you in that way as well and that's going to affect your work ethic and it's going to be like yeah please don't elaborate not that you can't go out to eat yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's like if it's like every day and then it's like after school yeah. you're, you're in the park like 18 years in the park like what are you doing in the park honestly <laughs> Friends, friends are an important factor of college. I think they're the people that you would rely on to help you kind of get through college and through all the stress. Because I feel like, of course, you can go to your teachers for help, but they only a certain amount that they can do. For yeah, you. they don't understand you on the fence. Or will do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's just some things that you want to like get off your mind, um, and you can't really necessarily talk to a teacher about them. You know, like it's not like bad things, but sometimes you just want to be able to say to somebody, oh, you know, like this is this and that is that but you can't really do that with a teacher so I think even if you're not revising with your friends because I know I didn't revise with anyone here yeah, apart yeah. from Mariba excuse me <laughs> 3am oh yeah in exam season I revised with everybody okay but in the two years we wouldn't revise together because when you make like friendships it's not always like you can actually revise with them but like that's something you need to like judge yourself mm-hmm. um yeah make the right decisions mm-hmm. I think don't be influenced by what your friends are doing. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of cases where I'm like, oh, my friend's doing this, so maybe I should do this. Or, oh, they think this, so I'm not going to go do it. I think just be yourself and um, actually do what you like because if those people, and I feel like from GCSE, there's been like a lot of, there's going to, of course, there's going to be like a lot of friendship changes. I think that was something for me. But I think just make new friends, get along with everything, and just cut off toxic people. Yeah, I think peer pressure is like, yeah, it's an underlying It's something problem. that's mm-hmm. a very big problem. And like, people might not realise it, but it is actually peer pressure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think peer pressure is like, it, it can be a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. It, it can definitely be a horrible thing at yeah. the same time. And it's, how do you decide, you know, what's good and what's bad? I think ultimately it comes down to you knowing yourself and mm-hmm. like being the kind of person that like, you don't do things just because a crowd is doing it. Like, if, if you see people doing something that you like, then you going over there and doing that thing with them, that's kind of like a peer pressure too, but it's, it's, it's in alignment with who you are. Yeah. Whereas getting persuaded to do things which is not in alignment with who you are, that can be bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you're looking around at who your friends are or are going to be, it's more about do you know who you are? Who are you inside? Um, okay, university stuff. Second year, it's a big deal. How would you advise people to navigate that initial few weeks and months of year two, where it's all about university stuff, making applications? I think something that I would say is if you've got because summer's quite long for A-levels. It's like two months, yeah. I think it is. So I'd say start thinking about what you want to do and thinking about your personal statement stuff. Yeah. Like maybe start even drafting, actually, and um, looking at universities, the grades, what you need to do for it, because I think it's... The earlier you prepare, the better it is. And 
once you get your personal statement done, you could always go to your like form chair ahead of year to get it marked, checked, and everything. Because a personal state, a good personal statement, can make a big difference on your application. Yeah. Some universities do really like good um good personal statements, and they can see like who, what type of person you are. Yeah. So I think that's really important, and if you want to do medicine, just start preparing for it. Just in like. If you know that you want to do it, just do it throughout the whole of summer because medicine is a lot of stress. You have to do the UCAT, the BMAT, you have to be really prepared for it. It's very mentally draining and then you also have to prepare for interviews and things like that. And you might not even get a place in medicine after all of that effort and stress. So it'd be something that you'd have to prepare yourself for. When, when would you say... Realistically, because a lot of people are enrolling now and we're, we're looking at their GCSE grades and some of them have to be told, look, even at this early stage, medicine might not be possible for you. When realistically should people start thinking about medicine? I think from year one, from because year one, it's like you right can't just the develop this work ethic, this habit in year two and just expect, yeah, medicine is going to be waiting for me. Obviously, there's like in college, there's so many people that are just like, they're not going to get into medicine. And, but they still have this hope for until like what two months before the exam then it's like yeah. I'm going to be into medicine I don't understand it it's like for the, for the whole year either. it's like and then that I feel like that is very very damaging yeah. to part way through the year realise yeah. that's not going to happen yeah. and that's when the exams are coming and you need to be like mentally and spiritually like you know on it yeah. yeah yeah i think i think people should just take the time to realize what they want to do like if it's medicine engineering like whatever they want to do i think you should just take the time like for example for me i didn't know what i was going into until about like two or three weeks before the i got my results that's when i realized i want to do it so it's like you should just take the time to realize what you want to do what's good for you or like what you'll be best at because at the end of the day that's what matters if you're doing something like if your parents want you to go into medicine obviously you're more you're going to be you're likely to be a med, med school dropout or something you're not going to be happy with your life there's no point in doing that agreed um is it just about medicine though i mean i will take any opportunity that i can to highlight that there's other careers yeah, so, yes. so can we just like Drop some names of things that people uh, can start looking Pharmacy, into. biochemistry, nursing. chemical engineering, nursing. There's a lot of, well, I'm saying science related stuff, of course. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pharmaceutical, um, there's radiography. Biomedical engineering, you can do like equipment. Um, and there's, I think there's also like natural sciences and things like that. Yeah, material so, sciences, isn't yeah. it? So there's actually a lot that you can do with science. And I don't think you should just limit yourself to like, the traditional, oh, you should become a doctor or, oh, you should become like a nurse or things like that. I think you should just do what you think would make you happy because yeah. it's a big decision and I wouldn't rush into it, of course, because I, I wish I'd taught myself in first year that I'd like explore the options more mm -hmm. and things like that. But um, I think there's just the fact of, you know, do we like yeah and don't and don't just like choose a career for the money i think that's that's the worst thing you can do you're going to get bored of it you're just going to be like midlife crisis at 20. <laughs> so don't do that so true some of us are just finding out that <laughs> now and we're coming to peace with it but yeah i mean yeah i think if, if the most that's the most important word which mm -hmm. is happiness mm -hmm. people will spend their whole lives trying to get it mm -hmm. and uh you know like, come on guys, you'll die one day, so might as well be happy, right? Just be happy. You know, be happy doing <laughs> so many different things. 
and it's like it's not going to come from money that's for sure mm -hmm. um so yeah um that's useful do, does anyone of you know anyone who didn't who did science but didn't do anything even medical or health related at university uh, accounting law, uh, i'm doing engineering you're doing engineering yeah, yeah. without physics I mean, I don't think I know of anyone that does it, but it's completely okay if you do science and you want to jump into finances. There's so much options open mm -hmm. because I don't think a lot of these schools have like specific subjects that you need to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are just like grade requirements and things yeah. like that. But other than that, it's pretty much free. Mm -hmm. So if you do feel like in second year you want to go into like economics, finances, then go for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think Zishan um, is going for law now. Because I spoke to him after he asked me to call him up. Yeah, and yeah, he's gonna go and look for. Oh yeah, I know someone that's doing law, but they did bio and chem. Okay. Yeah, I think it helps that the sciences are facilitating subjects, so I think there's a wider range of possible yeah. options. It's almost an aptitude of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys, thank you very much. Any last thoughts? I mean, we're thinking of these little ones. They're starting two years of their life, and we're trying to give them the best start that they can. Uh, any last words before we wrap up? Okay, so it's not just about wanting to do something, okay? Like this is not just next two years. You're going to do this for the rest of your life. So choose carefully and don't just be like, I want to do medicine. So I'm going to, no, you need to get the grade first and then you need to think about, okay, is this actually going to work for me? Don't just start saying you're going to do things. Yeah, and take the time to choose what you want to do and just like choose your friends wisely you won't realize the impact they have but they have a big impact i think the most important two things i would say is if you have a problem and you want to speak to someone about it i think your teachers are good people good people to go to roma azam <laughs> <laughs> not that so sorry well, that's that's right. Charlie. I didn't teach any of you, so I can I can be happy knowing that that's not a slight on me. That's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad, you know. <laughs> but and I think that's your participation medal. <laughs> can you do a reverse appeal? <laughs> but I think building resilience is also really important throughout these two years. I think. A levels are going to hit you hard whether you get your grades whether if you don't get into like the university that you want to or you th you get hit by like you think you've done really well in the past but you haven't done as well in um a levels i think you just need to build yourself back upwards and it's going to be really hard and i'm talking from experience <laughs> but you'll get there and i think it's just a learning process but you just need to have the right people around you to support you and the chemistry department is the chemistry, the science department is someone that is there to do that. So but yeah, I think science department is some a department that does that really well. I think they've been very really caring. Is there any so the last thing that just came to my mind? Anywhere for new students to Leighton specifically, uh, where to eat, where to sit, where to enjoy. No, they should be working all the time. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. 
I think the field's pretty nice. Like, yeah. to just go out and, like, yeah. the outside is, I feel like, yeah. I really like the outside. There's clubs yeah. at lunch times, they could, yeah, yeah sports yeah. clubs. If I think, the like yeah, I would say, I think it's probably better to stay in. Um, because then you can meet more people, just like by sitting in a canteen, you can just like interact with more people, as opposed to going out with that one person and then you're all, and you're, you're going to be late back and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be scared to talk to people. I think that's something that's really big. I think coming yeah, to LSE, friendly. there's like a lot of different people that you wouldn't know. So joining different clubs and like talking to different people would just get you new friends. And you know, they'd be friends. They, some of them might be friends for life. So. And just have fun with it. Like you don't have to like feel guilty that you're not studying all the time. Yeah. Especially on a lunch break. Or for me personally, I didn't study through my free periods in first year. It's not the end of the world, really, as long as you can manage your time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I as long as you've got so. a to-do list. Yeah. 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 As long as yeah, you're being useful with your time, otherwise. But yeah. I really, I really like the because I, for me, I think that students should have an hour, maybe 45 minutes of a day where they do work, and then the rest of the day is theirs. You do what you want. Yeah. So if you're saying, I didn't study during free periods, mm-hmm. that to me is okay, as long as you've hit that to-do list or whatever else. Yeah, I think a little bit builds yeah. up to a lot. So yeah. even if it's for like 45 minutes an yeah. hour a day. A short, a short, it, you think of it of being maybe two short comedies on Netflix or something, or, or you know, just something like that. And then that's your work. But yeah. You might not really even work um, that well, like in like college hours. Like you might be like a really like good like night work or something. Mm-hmm. You don't have to study through your college day. I don't think. Mm. Aside from your normal lessons, maybe like a few free periods before um, tests is fine. I think. Did you work primarily at home? Um, yeah, or like the library. I mean, like I used to leave her at four thirty. Um, from five to seven, I used to be at the library. But then. That leaves everything else like blank. I could go home to my family and I could like, you know, spend time with them. But because I know I would do that two hour slot in the library, or on a Wednesday I used to make it a bit longer because we used to finish here at two thirty. That kind of like frees up a lot of time. It's I think it's better than um doing like you know, coming back and then forth and back and forth to like studying for me personally. That fuels my bias. So yeah. Alright, guys. I appreciate your time. No Thank you very much. And I think it's going to be very valuable for people uh, to hear this. The ones who listen to it. Um, <laughs> just yeah. say in chorus a goodbye. Chorus. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye.